12 years, you didn't even know you had a son. But then one day, I ran away from military school to look for you. And I'll never forget the words you said when your eyes met mine. You're my what? Mrs. Stratton? Yeah. Are you Edward Stratton III? That's me. Pleased to meet you. Hi. I'm your son. To join this man and this woman in holy matrimony. Will you, Edward, take this woman as your lawful and wedded wife? I will. And will you, Kate, take this man as your lawful and wedded husband? I will. With this ring, I thee wed. I now pronounce you husband and wife. everybody, Angela Bowen here, the host of Together We're Gonna Find Our Way, an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast. Alright, so I think we're gonna be on to a really fun episode next. Season 4, episode 20, entitled Rick Sings, which aired on February 23rd, 1986. Rick becomes famous when he subs for the lead singer in his rock band. This has got a 5.9. What was the last episode? What was that rate? 6.8. Are you serious? I mean, like I said, Movie Madness was just okay. So yeah, 5.9 out of 10 based on 18 ratings. Jack Shea was the director. David W. Duclan. Ron Levitt. Michael G. Moy. Howard Leeds, Ben Starr, and Martin Cohen. All creators wrote the episode along with Jim Gigan. I can't pronounce his name. Alright, um, I believe we do have Dexter in this episode. We got um, a girl as Ginger, Renee Props. We got Ken, Mc- we got a lot of people guest starring in this episode. Ken McMurphy as Ken. We got Keith Coogan playing Cubby, who you would know from Adventures in Babysitting. Don't tell Mom the Babysitter's Day. He did the voice of Young Ta- Are you sure? I guess he did. Alright, cool. Let's see. Toy Soldiers. He played someone named Snuffy Bradbury. Uh, let's see. Jane Silent Bob. A Tale of Two Corys. Yeah, I watched that movie. It's okay. Like, eh. He's been on. He was even in uh, an episode of... Um, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Little House. Little House on the Prairie. So, yeah. We got Frank Pangorn as the stage manager. We got Tammy Amos as girl number one. Amy Dolenz as girl number two. Amy Lynn as girl number three. And Kevin Anderson as Fast Eddie. Amy Dolenz, she looks familiar. Do I know her? Can't Buy Me Love. Okay. Witchboard 2. Looks like a horror film. Um... What in the world? Spy Dogs? What in the heck? Is is this an adult cartoon? Teen Angel. That was one of those TGIF shows that was in like the late 90s. Sherman Oaks, After School Special, Saved by the Bell, The College Years. 
He was also in Pumpkinhead too. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Soleil Moonpride was also in Pumpkinhead too. Uh, Webster, I think she was just in. Oh, she played a couple. Hold on, hold on a second here. I thought the girl looked familiar. I bet she's probably been in some episodes I've already seen of Silver Spoon. So let's 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 find that out. Let's see. Let me find it. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Okay, so she was in Daddy Rick. <gasps> oh. Okay, she was that one girl. Okay, gotcha. Let's see, Daddy Rick, she was... Oh, okay. Yeah, she, uh, April and Barbara. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, she's also in Rick Singh. She's in Thoroughly Modern Mildred. What in the world is this? When Kate's grandmother arrives with her new boyfriend, everyone is shocked that they are sharing a bedroom. Especially after Edward just criticized Rick for going a bit too far with the girl while he was out. How interesting. A callback to an episode. They don't seem to do too many callbacks to other episodes with, as far as continuity goes. But, oh, interesting. Why would, why would they care? It's Kate's grandmother and her boyfriend. Why do they feel they have a say that they're sharing a bed? My goodness gracious. Then don't let them stay at your house, I guess, if you have that big of a problem with it. But, alright everyone, let's get into Rick Sings. Alright, so we come out of the intro and we are at Burgers and we got Brad and Alfonso on a guitar. We have this lead singer and everyone's kind of, the audience is basically made up of teenagers. They're all sitting on the floor. And Rick, of course, is off to the side, you know, giving a fist bump in the air to them just saying you guys are great you're awesome you do an amazing job i guess he's like what their manager so this guy the lead singer i don't know his name but he's like leaning on alfonso he's leaning up against brad both alfonso and brad are playing guitars and it's just like dude please so we see this girl with short dark hair whose name is Ginger and Rick of course is like hey you don't know me but I'm their manager. He's even got one of those polyester jackets that is monogrammed with the name Rick on it. He's just trying to impress this girl named Ginger. He's like hey I taught the the lead singer most of his moves and he demonstrates and she just looks at him like Great. Rick is really trying to schmooze Ginger, saying, Oh, I came up with their songs, and I came up with a name for their band, Splat. That's a name. That sounds like a band name for a group of frogs. Frog band. And Rick's all like, Well, I was going to call him Squish, but I thought Splat sounded so, so much more professional. Winking at her, and it's like, Please, Rick, she's not into you. He's like trying and failing to score with this girl. Lead singer's got two girls, one under each arm. Ginger just follows right after. Okay, so his name is Ken. Gotcha. Brian Alfonso come over and they're just like, "Oh, Rick, give me a break!" Trying to hit on Ginger, and Rick's all like, acting all innocent, like, "Hey, she had something important she wanted to tell Ken." All right. Now Alfonso's like, "Yeah, that you basically that you don't exist." 
I love how Alfonso and Brad are just really they're soaking up all this guitar success to get the girls that are real I mean, of course, soaking up the fame where you can get it, basically. And Alfonso's like, hey, Rick, the way to a girl's heart is through her ears. And he does a little air guitar. <laughs> oh, Alfonso. So Rick is like, yeah, I could have taken musical, you know, classes to get good on guitar. But no, I had to take those important classes for college prep. Uh. Alright, so here's Keith Coogan as, uh, I forgot his name already. So I'm gonna play this clip as the boys are just hanging out, chatting. Music, girls, all that stuff. She had something important she wanted to tell Ken, okay? Yeah. She wanted to tell him you don't exist. <laughs> and I suppose you guys do, huh? Well, uh, <clears throat> Ginger doesn't ignore me. Brad, what are you talking about? Just yesterday she told you to drop dead. <laughs> yeah, well, at least she talked to me. <laughs> Face it, Rick. The way to a woman's heart is... Through her ears. Man, I could have learned guitar music class too. But no. I had to take those stupid classes that prepare you for college. You're still important to the group, Rick. Yeah. We couldn't get anywhere without a manager doing all that stuff for us. So what have you been doing for us? Didn't I tell you? I sent a tape of Splat to, to Rock Search. Oh, right. Right, a shot on TV. That's just what we need. Yeah. We might wind up with a record deal. Do a music video. Play big stadiums. Maybe even get paid. <laughs> hey, hey, Ken. Ken. Rick might get us a shot on Rock Search. All right. Girls, tell Rick he's doing a good job. Good, good job, Rick. Thanks. Did you see that? He's got four girls. Yeah, well, uh, he's trying to cut down. <laughs> How many members are in this band? We got Brian Alfonso, we got Ken, so there's three. We got two other kids in the background, so that's two, three, four, there are five members of this group, including, of course, Keith Coogan. How do you say his name? Coogan? So it's like, yeah, hey, we wouldn't get this far if uh, you weren't our manager, Rick, you know, doing stuff for us. Oh, by the way, what are you doing for us? So, of course, Rick is imagining big things for them. That's why he sent their demo tape of, you know, their splat demo tape to Rock Search. And, of course, they're teenagers. There's a plethora of, of teenagers that start up bands, and how many of them get, you know, that one shot to make it? Look at Jesse Katsopoulos for from Full House, right? How long he had to struggle with his band, Jesse and the Rippers, till he got a number one hit in Japan. And then his band dumped him and got with Barry Williams from the Brady Bunch. So yeah, they definitely want to get a shot on television. You know, a record deal, music videos, big stadium. Fonzo, most importantly, says, we might even get paid. Yeah, yeah, that'd definitely be a perk. Ken is leaving with two girls under each arm. Good golly, this dude. And Keith Coogan's character is like, hey... Ken, guess what? Rick got us a shot with the uh, rock search. And he's like, yeah, hey girls, tell Rick he's doing a good job. And they're like, good job, Rick. 
and they leave. Okay, so this is plot B. Of course, we usually have a plot with, you know, Rick being the main focus, and then we have Kate and Edward. It looks like they're going on a camp. Are they going on a camping trip, or is Edward going on a camping trip with his son? Oh, he wants to go on a camping trip with Kate? And she even flat out says, I don't enjoy camping. I don't care for camping either. And I'm happy my husband does not care for camping. So Edward is trying to talk up the woods. Like, oh, you've never been in the northern woods with the trees towering over you. Like Oregon, like, uh, like an organ or something like that. It's like being in a cathedral. It's like, oh my gosh. He's like, well, good. How about praying for some company? Because I'm not going. Good for you, Kate. Stand your ground. Why do I get the feeling he's going to wrangle her into it anyway? But Edward, I don't enjoy camping. Honey, that's because you've never stood in the middle of a northwest forest with the trees towering above you like a giant pipe organ. It's a religious experience. It's like being in a cathedral. Good. Then pray for some company, because I am not going. I thought you like the outdoors. I do, in the daytime. And when the day is over, I like to go indoors and take a hot shower. Kate, roughing it every now and again is good for you. <sighs> Remember when we stayed at the Plaza Hotel and we ran out of fresh towels? Yeah. That is my idea of roughing it. I just don't want to give up the basics in life, like a hot dinner. You want a hot dinner? <laughs> Look what I got. The latest in freeze-dried technology. We got lobster thermidor, veal oscar, turkey tetrazzini. <laughs> Sounds appetizing. I got 80 bucks tied up in this stuff. 80 bucks? I'll tell you what, I'll whip one of them up for you. Oh, no, it's no problem. Take a second. So Kate likes to remind Edward her idea of roughing it is the time they went to the Plaza Hotel and they ran out of fresh towels. That's her idea of roughing it. No matter what he says or what words he uses, the outdoors are just, they're not going to appeal to Kate. If you want someone to go outdoors with you and fish, you did that with Dexter recently. Didn't they do that in season three where they went to that cabin or something? I get, yeah, I get it. Edward wants more of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Rustic outdoors, like just a tent in the middle of the woods, freeze-dried food, which apparently he spent $80 on. That is, in, oh my god, what is, what is it? He's got like four different pouches. One's like turkey parmigiana, uh, another one's like lobster some other ones and she's like I would rather have something you know hot and home cooked and stuff like that he's like oh you want a hot meal I'll make one of these it'll only take a second so of course Rick comes in he's all dreaming about Ginger who could care less if he lived or died (laughs) there's even a picture of her in the paper I'm guessing it's the school's paper for her being a cheerleader. And the girl, literally, that girl has got to be at least 20 years old. Like, just in this episode alone, playing a high schooler. And Kate's, of course, trying to get Rick to understand that there's more to a girl than just her body. Because she even asks what her personality is like. It's like, have you seen her body, Kate? Who cares what her personality is like? It's like, 
And he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm a teenager. I'm 15. It's like, <sighs> I know to treat women with respect. Like, uh, what? Yeah, he's a teenage boy. All he cares about their, are the physical attributes of a girl. Not whether she's major wench or, uh, you know, stuck up or whether she's got the uh, IQ of a sesame seed or any of that stuff. He just cares about how she looks. Which is a teenager with your hormones racing. You, A lot of it's going to definitely depend on, you know, physical attributes. That's what you're going to look at as a teenager. And then, of course, everything else comes after. Like, he's not, probably never even had a real conversation with this girl. It's just funny because it seems like every other episode we always get Rick, like, mooning over a girl. Just not mooning, like, showing his butt. But, you know, just drooling over a girl, saying this girl is the one. Typical teenager, he goes through girl, like, I should have kept track of every single girl that he ever mentioned, went out with, talked to, over the course of the show, and I bet it's gotta be at least somewhere between 25 and close to 50. I mean, I'm talking about every single girl that he's ever mentioned, looked at, dated off-screen, yeah. And that's the thing is, we're, oh, I'm almost done with season four. We still have a whole other season to go of other girls that he's going to claim are the most beautiful, the one, and stuff like that. Even Edward is like, oh, when he sees the girl's picture, I'm like, she's in high school. You need to calm down. Not to mention your wife's there. Come on now, Edward. You're a full-blooded man and everything like that, but calm down. I'm going to play this clip. Okay. Brad, no faults are here yet? Not yet. I don't want to be late for our rehearsal. Oh, hot spot, don't workers last night. Terrific, Kate. The place was jam-packed. The band did nine encores, two of which the audience asked for. <laughs> Sounds great. It was. The guy who owns burgers was so pleased to give us all our food, our drinks, everything. Ten percent off. <laughs> wow, showbiz. Isn't it the greatest? Not to mention ginger. Who's Ginger? Just the prettiest girl on Long Island is all. Oh, give me a break, Rick. What a catch, every girl. Catch? Is she a girl or a fish? <laughs> She's more like a fox. Ginger's a solid ten. <laughs> Rick, you should look at a woman as a person, not as a number. Oh, come on, Kate, I'm only 15 years old. I like to kid around. It doesn't mean I don't respect girls. Well, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> What's your personality like? Kate, with a body like that, who cares? <laughs> Look, she's a cheerleader. Her picture made the school newspaper. Oh, she's very pretty. Pretty? This is pure. Ow! Box, solid 10, ow. Where are you getting all of this? Hey, Rick, how you... Ow! Ow! Jeez! Father just answered my question. <laughs> I got it. Try this. What You'll love it. What is it? This turkey smells fishy. Ew. That's because it's lobster. Ew. I'll get it. Hey, yo, Mr. Stratton. Hey, guy. Hey, turkey? Lobster. Well, then why does it smell so fishy? 
Yes, we will. We'll be there Saturday, 5 p.m. on the dot. And thank you. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> Good news? Really? Great news. Where's Ken? Uh, he'll be a little late. We made the mistake of walking past a mirror store. <laughs> Guys, that was Rock Search. The TV show with all the rock bands? Are you serious? Don't tell me. You guessed it. They want Splat to be on their show this Saturday. Oh, that is great news. Congratulations, guys. Well, we've got so much work to do. We've got to work out a new routine. Let's get started. Well, lucky for you guys. You know me. Yeah? You're not part of the group. What? Well, I, I happen to know a few things about show business. I haven't been there year or two myself you're not in the group edward a dead i don't think well, no 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 just just take a second i think it's something you guys ought to know oh give me See, a every break. great group made their songs more vivid <laughs> by adding life to the words life the life like the temptation <laughs> here watch stand back i guess You'd say what can Okay, no, they're kids. They're not going to be into that. My girl. <laughs> Talking about my girl. My girl. I got so much honey. <laughs> they're not into it. Were the temptations? Oh come on, Alfonso! All of you. So the phone rings. Rick gets it. Then the door. Of course, there's someone at the door, and it's Brad and Keith Coogan and Alfonso. Rick gets off the phone. Tells them that was Rock Search Saturday at five. They're gonna be on TV. They're gonna be doing their song. And everyone's just so ecstatic and excited. Like, woo, woo, woo! Edward, of course, goes over and says, You know what I think your band needs? I think you guys need to do, like, the Temptations with the movements. More, dan- you know, dancing and movement. It's like they're playing in- instruments. You have to be able to, I mean, you can't play an instrument and dance at the same time. That's just, no. It's either one or the other. Teenage boys, what girls are like going to be into the dancing aspect? There are those that sing and dance, and then there are those that sing and play instruments. You want to add a couple dancers for flair? That's going to be too many people on stage and too much, too much going on. It's going to be distraction. But Joel Higgins does, of course, do a rendition of The Temptations, My Girl. He does a good job. I think this is just an excuse for Joel Higgins to sing because everyone knows that he's got an amazing John Denver quality voice. And Alfonso asks, who are the Temptations? Like, this is 1986. The Temptations were what? In the 60s? Late 50s? I get it. Of 1986 generation, you're pretty much just going to be probably be familiar with what's current and at that time, at that age. I mean, by that age, I had been, you know, listening to, like, Madonna, Michael Jackson, I listened to Reba McIntyre, Tim McGraw, Billy Ray Cyrus, uh, Travis, Tr- you know, all of them, all of them, Garth Brooks, I'm sure I already said him already, but I also had a liking of, you know, the older music from the 50s and 60s, you know, the oldie station. But I just, I liked all of it. Casey Kasem's Countdown loved all that music. 
Oh, he got all of them polyester jackets with their names monogrammed on them that have splat on the back. Oh, this reminds me of Return of the Paisley Conspiracy when Edward wanted to um, go with his his friend whose name I can't even remember. The one who was out there singing and doing gigs and tours and stuff like that. Yeah. I love the way that the guys all look at Edward. And it's just there's such a generational gap there between what the kids like to listen to and what the adults listen to when they were, you know, the boys' age. So they're outside of Rock Search where they're about to go on. And Rick's like, hey, guys, come here. Now, just before the song ends, I want you guys to jump really high. And Alfonso's like, well, it'd be a little easier if I wasn't holding a 20-pound instrument. And, of course, Keith Coogan's character's all like, yeah, can you believe one of the judges is Pee Wee Herman's little cousin? It's like, yeah, Wee Wee Herman. So we got a... Whoever's in charge of the rock search show one of the attendants or whatever says you guys splat you're on next and looks like our lead singer isn't here oh here he is looks like the guy's got laryngitis ken does that sucks he's whispering like i can't talk because they're like what's wrong ken like i can't what were you doing that you blew out your vocal cords so who's the uh attendant here is irritated like what's going on over here and was like, he can't talk. And the guy's like, well, he found the studio. Most of them can't even do that. He doesn't really care. It's like, either you go on or you can leave. Actually, the guy's like, look, if you can't go on, I'm going to have to bump you all. And you're just not going to go on. We'll find another band. So they are minutes away from failure. Quinn, what are you doing? Leave the plastic bag alone. You don't need to be by the paint. Leave it alone. Stop being a distraction. Right? Silly girl. Alright, I'm going to play this clip. Guys, 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 come here. Come here. Now remember, when you finish the song, I want you to jump real high. Easy for you. You're not holding a 20-pound guitar. (laughs) I just want you guys to do well. This is the big time now. I know. One of the celebrity judges is Pee Wee Herman's little cousin. <laughs> yeah, Wee Wee Herman. <laughs> okay, Splat, you're next. Already? But our lead singer hasn't shown up. You mean he isn't here wait, yet? Wait, wait, here oh. he is. You okay, Ken? What's the matter? What? I can't go on. Why not? What's wrong over here? It's our lead singer, he can't talk. So what? He found the studio. Most of them can't even do that. I mean, he's sick. He can't go on. In that case, we're just going to have to bump you guys off the show, get another group on. Hello, Booth. We've no, got wait. A- we can still go on without a lead singer. No, one of us will have to fill in. Cubby? Wow, don't look at me. <laughs> Fast Eddie, come on. No way. All right, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> do you know the words, Brad? <laughs> nah, I'll wing it. Rick? Yeah, Rick. No, no, no. no. Yeah, Rick, you've got to. I can't. Come on, Rick. There isn't a move Ken makes that you didn't teach him. And you know the song we're doing? I can't sing. Neither could Ken. Yeah. Just kidding. Come on. Rick, we're never going to get another chance like this again. 
You've got, got to. to do this for us. Come on, come, come on, on, man. man. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know what's happening. Stand by. I'll check it out. <laughs> Why is he? Ne- oh, he's in his underwear. Hey, this is a family show. <laughs> is it? He's not going on. He is. <laughs> yeah. So everyone's like, hey. Uh, okay, so Keith Coogan's character's name is Cubby. Uh, it makes me think of the Gummy Bears cartoon. Um, and they're like, hey, Cubby, you can go on. And he's like, no, I can't do it. And they're like, Fast Eddie. Okay, the other dude's name is Fast Eddie. Gotcha. He can't do it. And Brad's like, eh, I don't know the words, but I'll wing it. And it's like, eh, no. And Rick's like, I can't sing. Because they're like, Rick, you have to do this. This is our only shot. He's like, I can't sing. And Elvon's like, well, neither could uh, Ken. And Ken just kind of glares at him. Like, I'm kidding. So, Rick's like, okay. And they all do, I didn't even notice this because they're crowded around Ken. Then the camera pulls back and Ken is in his boxer shorts and Rick is wearing his clothes. They're not even remotely the same size. Ken and Rick, but uh, it works. I guess this is how it's going. The guy who's organizing this, who's working behind the scenes, is such a jerk. Like, I don't know what's going on. Ugh, I guess I'll find out. It's like, dude, go home, take a chill pill, relax. Your job is not that difficult, I'm sure. Alright, let's hear how Rick does. You know the words all the moves. You've got what it takes, guy. You're a pro, a winner, you're hot, you're now. You're gonna do great. Yeah, and just don't blow it. Our next group has been packing them in at all the latest hangouts in Shallow Springs, Long Island. Hurry, Edward, it's them! Okay, okay, I'm here, I'm here. You should have been out there getting ready. (laughs) It's Rick! Hold on to your seats, everyone, and get ready...
tape over a John Wayne movie? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, Duke. <laughs> surprised with the amount of like tv star you know guys like i think what didn't bruce willis make a song um don johnson had an album or a song why couldn't ricky schroeder put an album? i mean i'd listen to it maybe um i thought it was pretty good i like the song it's you know for 1986 and just seeing Edward, like, they're scrambling. Oh, he's on! Hurry! Get a tape! Tape it! And he's, like, going through his tapes, like, all these old Casablanca and this, like, oh, you guys should have known that it was going to be on. Granted, they probably only would want to tape it if their son was in it. But it's just like, come on. You guys should have been ready to tape the thing. Like, but he does an amazing job. And now, you know, it the Burgers is going to be all a flutter. The girls are going to be all a flutter because they all watched him on TV on Rock Search. And they're all going to be, he's going to be like covered with girls, like getting at him from every angle and every side. I really like the, the, uh, the video, just the angles that the camera was getting in there of Rick Schroeder and everything I thought was pretty cool and also like the keyboardist like using the back of their hand wasn't isn't that like a glissando in a way I think that's like running the back of your hand or finger across um piano keys yeah all right let's see the girls reaction as Rick and his bandmates go into burgers I bet he's going to be more popular than Ken. I mean, Ken wasn't seen on TV, but Rick was. Not to mention the other guys, but it was Rick who was the one that was, like, the lead singer. <laughs> All right, Stratton. Now, when you walk in, walk in slow. Let your fans come to you. Brad, when you cut it out, my singing was a one-shot thing. It was an emergency. I stepped in to help out. I'm never doing it again. <laughs> All the more reason to milk it for all it's worth. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it while you can. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna walk in there, and nothing is gonna happen. No one will treat me any different. Yeah, right. Yeah, all of you thought You're better than Boy George. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> can I have an autograph? Oh, don't be silly. <laughs> then can I touch you? Where? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ginger. <laughs> Sitting at this table, all alone. Care to join me? <laughs> me? Sure. I know the feeling. <laughs> Can I get you a cola or something? Yeah, uh, sure. With a lot of spice. <laughs> 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 
life is fair. What is this? Is that moment? And fun. And fair. So outside of burgers, <laughs> Brad's like, all right, when you go in there, walk in slow. Let your fans come to you. And Rick's like, look, I filled in for... And Rick's all, so Rick acts like, hey, I was just helping out someone when they needed me. I just jumped in there. And he's not expecting anything, any fanfare, any fan service. As soon as he walks in the door, the girls are all like, ah, Rick, we saw you on TV. And like, there's like four girls deep. And they're all like clamoring on him. And she's like, oh, can I have your autograph? Oh, can I just touch you? And he's like, where? I was like, oh my gosh. Ginger, of course, his object of desire comes up to him. He's like, oh, I saw you on TV, Rick. I'm like, yeah, you and every other girl in that place. So he's like, hey, I'm in a booth all by myself. You want to sit with me? And he's like, yeah, sure. And she, like, drags him over there. And all the girls like, no, don't leave us. And he sits there, and she's like, oh, my gosh, I saw you on TV. And I just, I swear, I, I was so faint. I was almost going to pass out. <laughs> and Rick is, of course, just giggly. She's like, hey, do you want a cola? And he's like, yeah, with lots of ice. And then he does a Zach Morris Morris from Safe by the Bell, like, freeze shot or whatever you want to call it. He's talking to us. And he's, like, talking about how, like, great this is. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm so thankful and so happy. I'm finally with the object of my desire. Rick's like, life is fair and good and fun. Right, now we're going to get back home. We see Edward and Kate asleep on the couch. Rick comes in. Of course, I'm sure they promised to tape it, but wh- how much did they actually get of that vi- that music video? So Rick, of course, is like, hey, guess what? Ken got sick, so I got to replace him. And I got up and sang, and it was amazing. And she's like, oh, yeah, we were waiting up for you. And, of course, Rick's like, oh, yeah, what did Dad think? And she's like, oh, he's just so excited. He just... Couldn't wait up any longer. So I'm gonna play this clip. Hi. Hi. Good, you're home. Guess what, Kate? Ken got sick and I had to sing in his place. Well, we were waiting up to congratulate you. Well, then you saw me. We not only saw you, we taped you. Barely. Yeah. Did Dad like it? Like it? He couldn't sit still. <laughs> He's doing okay now. <laughs> Is that the tape? Yep. All rewound and ready to go. Good. And Dad didn't have any problems taping it. No problems. Uh, no, you barely taped any of it. Well, you want to make something of it, Pilgrim? (laughs) Is that you? (laughs) It's all right. Alfonso taped it. So Rick comes home, and he's all like, Hey, did you see me? I filled in for the lead singer of Splat, because... Ken got, eh, lost his voice, couldn't go on. <laughs> and he's like, hey, did you tape it? And of course she's like, yep, we taped it. We not only saw you, but we taped it. And I'm like, you barely taped anything. And of course Rick goes to turn on the tape. And you hear John Wayne's voice. <laughs> and I love how uh, Rick's like, hey, did Dad enjoy it? And Kate's like, are you kidding? He couldn't sit still. And you just see Edward, like, splayed on the couch, just passed out. 
So Rick turns on the tape. He hears John Wayne. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Kate's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just... Like, I thought we got it. <laughs> and Rick's like, it's not a big deal. Alfonso taped it. So now it's dark because you're supposed to think that Kate and Ed were actually in the woods, even though Edward said it's just kind of like a, a test or a trial run. Like, if this works out, if you like it, then I'll take you up to the northern woods. And turns out they're actually in the living room. They just got a tent set up. And she's like, you know, I could really go for some wine. And he's like, you don't have wine when you're camping. And he's like, all right, all right. So he's like, hold that thought. He gets up, turns the light on. Now, honey, I know this is only a tryout, but if you like it, I'll take you up to the Canadian North Woods. And if I don't like it? I'll take you anyway. <laughs> honey, I'll leave you there. <laughs> Face it, Edward, I am just not cut out for camping. Maybe if I had a glass of wine. Wine? Campers don't have wine. Oh. Please? I'd be the most grateful campfire girl. Could barely make some out of Hold that thought. going out in the wilderness. Fine. Just get a little something for snake bite. <laughs> You're still in costume. Yeah. Ginger asked me to wear what I wore in Rock Search. We're going to a party. Ginger as an ow! <laughs> That's the one. Don't you guys start that again. <laughs> Isn't it funny that Ginger didn't know you existed until you sang a rock song on TV? Dad, I know what you're getting at. You think Ginger likes me because of that stupid TV thing. Why would I think a thing like that? <laughs> well, Dad, it's not like that. Ginger likes me because of who I am. And she'll still feel that way when you split from Splat. Split from Splat? We're well, gonna have to leave the group when Ken's voice is all better, right? Right. And you told her that? Well, yes and no. More like no. But I will, Dad, as soon as I get the chance, I promise. But in the meantime, you're looking at the lead singer of Splat. You know, I don't think we're going to need the wine after all. What? Well, this camping is starting to grow on me. Oh, oh. Really? I have a confession to make. Mm -hmm. That isn't a moon, it's the chandelier. <laughs> Whatever. Turn it off. Hold that thought. <laughs> it goes to get the wine. Rick comes down. I'm like, wasn't he already wearing that? I, I was confused. I thought, like, is this still the same night? I couldn't think it would be. That he came back from um, the uh, rock search thing. And he's like, oh no, Ginger just wants me to wear what I wore when I 
sang in the band and appeared on TV. So he figures, yeah, Rick is milking this for all that it's worth because eventually, you know, Ken's going to have to come back because he's, you know, the lead singer and everything. And Edward's like, did you tell Ginger that? And Rick's like, nobody will. And he's like, just let him ride the wave of this popularity. He knows it's going to crest eventually. And she'll go back to Ken when he's not popular. But right now, he is known as the lead singer of Splat. And let him enjoy it. So now we're going to get to burgers. See just how long this ride, this wave, this popularity wave, how long he can stay on his board that he won't wipe out. Let's see how long this lasts. Party, Rick. It was really fab. Where is everyone? There's hardly anyone here. <laughs> Are you sure you want to stop for cola? It's getting kind of late. Late? What's late? Does Mick Jagger stop partying because it's late? Of course not. But he doesn't have school tomorrow. <laughs> look. A table by the window. Great. We can look out. Yeah, people can look in. <laughs> Listen, Ginger, uh, about Splat. Did you see the look on everyone's face at the party when we walked in? Marianne and Carol almost died. Yeah, I'm glad I came in handy. <laughs> what are you doing? It's kind of warm in here. Oh, keep it on, please. Why? It's good for your image. <laughs> What image? Well, you do sing with Splat. And listen, Ginger, about that, I've got something to tell you. I'm listening. I'm not going to sing with Splat anymore. Well, you see, Ken got his voice back, and I didn't want to sing in the first place. All I wanted to was go out with you, because I think you're special, and I like you. And I know that deep down, you're a very sensitive person. And I'd like us to have a relationship based on something real. You barely know that girl. You're not going to sing with Splat anymore? No. He's over you. No. <laughs> oh. Anyway, what I was saying was... I... Look, it's getting kind of late. I, I better get home. Late? Would Mick Jagger's girl think it's late? You're not Mick Jagger. You're not Mick Jagger. No, he's not. <laughs> guess I had this coming. What do you mean? Well, I hate to say this, but at first I only liked you because you had a great body. Really? <laughs> so she's that but shallow. There, there has to be more to a relationship than just physical attraction. Says who? <laughs> this has been some night. <laughs> I may as well have stayed home and looked at my baseball card collection. You collect baseball cards, too? Yeah. You mean you collect hey, all... Hey, I have three brothers. Do you have the 61 Yankees? Every one of them. Including Tony Kubek? I've got two of those. Wow. Maybe sometime I'd like to come over and see them. I'd love to. <laughs> Great. Is it okay if I bring Ken? Oh, God. So, yeah, I kind of figured that uh, she was all about him 
being the singer the lead singer of Splat and him wearing that outfit because as soon as they get at first I'm like is there even anybody in there because it looked deserted I thought for a second they like reserved the restaurant where no one was there but I saw some people at the counter and he's like hey it's kind of late I thought that the party was at the restaurant but they said like they came from the party Rick's like oh well you know I do got school tomorrow it's kind of late and she's like does Mick Jagger worry about it being late and everything like that. And he's like, oh, no, no. And they sit down. He goes to take his jacket off. And she's like, oh, no, leave your jacket on. He's like, it's kind of warm in here. And she tells him, like, yeah, but it's good for your image. And, of course, she's got that, the table's, like, right in front of a window. It's dark outside. Who's going to be walking past? I'm sure all the kids that weren't at that party have a curfew. Well, he finally does tell her that he is not the lead singer, singer of Splat. He's not going to be singing with them. He didn't even want to sing with them. Ken's got his voice back and all that good stuff. So, yeah. And he kind of figures, you know, I, at first I was just attracted to you because you have a, you know, for your physical self. And, of course, we can't have a relationship just based on that. I want to get to know you because I like you. He's like, oh, you're not going to sing anymore for Splat? And it's like, nothing's going through. And then finally, she gets up to go, like, oh, it's late. I should I should get going. And, of course, he's like, hey, does Mick Jagger's girl just leave because it's late? She looks at him, and I'm like, the same, the same thing. You are not Mick Jagger. You are Mick Jagger. You are not. He's like, oh, I should have just stayed home and counted and collect, went through my baseball cards. And she's like... You collect baseball cards? And then they start talking about the Yankees and everything. Do you have this player and that player? He's like, you like baseball cards? She's like, I got three older brothers or two older brothers or whatever. So he's like, hey, maybe we can come over and see them sometime. And she's like, yeah, can I bring Ken? He's like, uh. This episode, I like this one over um the movie madness episode i really like this one more and i think not just because rick sang but i just overall it was just it's fun i mean there's like two minutes left um kate is telling edward that this is a nice compromise i guess they're at home but i can barely see it's so dark and it looks like kate's wearing like a fur coat and Edward's got, like, uh, a suit on. So let's find out. I wonder, are they in the woods? Are they in the house? Let's find out. Wasn't tonight a wonderful compromise to going camping? Honey, going to Chez Maison is not my idea of a compromise. Oh, really? They had trees. They had trickling water. We ate under the stars, just like camping. Yeah, but when you camp, you don't have four Frenchmen in tuxedos setting your food on fire. Oh, how sad. Sitting all alone in the dark, watching himself on TV? Like looking at old newspaper clippings. He's taking this pretty hard. What? He lost his girl, he lost his singing job. Maybe you should talk to him. No. We better leave him alone. He's got to work this out in his own way. Let's go up the kitchen stairs. Talk to me. Talk to me. 
Oh, he's got two girls with him. That was neat. Can we see it again? Well, okay. Want <laughs> some more soda, Rick? Yeah, please. I'll help. <laughs> Life is fair. <laughs> Life is good. And fun. And fair. I guess they went to some restaurant and he like, isn't this a nice compromise to going camping in the woods? And Edward's like, not really. He's like, oh, well, the restaurant had little trees and a trickling waterfall. And of course, Edward's like, no, the outdoors doesn't appeal to me like the, basically he's just not in like I can't even get into the like seriously you're gonna compare a restaurant cause he even said like it's not the thing is like four Frenchmen servers you know setting food on fire or whatever the heck it was as going camping and everything like that. Like, eh. Of course, as they're walking on the back patio that has the French doors, they see Rick, you know, watching himself on that video. I thought they didn't get it taped. Maybe he got it from Alfonso. And, of course, from their vantage point, it just looks like it's, he just looks sad and down. They're seeing the back of his head. Kate's like, why don't you go talk to him? He's like, no, no, no. I mean, she's like, come on. He lost his girl, his singing career, all in one night. And he's like, no, Rick's got to figure this out for himself. Nothing I say is going to make him feel better. Let's go up the kitchen stairs. Of course, we go to the couch, and we see that Rick has got a girl on each side of his arm and just kind of hunkered down watching him singing. And they're like, okay, we'll watch it again. He's like, Okay. And then they're like, hey, do you want a soda? We'll go get it. And he's like, yeah, sure. And of course, he's like, life is fair. Life is good. And fair. And fun. Oh, my goodness. What? It's just, it's like they're taking a a page out of Zach Morris's playbook with the, the free, the time freeze session. I don't like, come on now. Silver spoons. Stop it. And that's the episode. I thought it was good. I definitely want to rate this one a 4 out of 5. And I, I think that just, I, you know, I liked Rick's singing. I liked the little camping aspect with Kate and Edward. The little side story plot B was adorable. Rick stepping in for his band that he's managing. I really wasn't a fan of Ginger, though. I'll take a point off for that. So it's definitely... Four out of five trains. The rating. And also another one for Rick treating girls like objects. I mean, and physical, you know, and beings and not like human beings like he should. I get it. He's like, oh, I'm 15. Oh, I treat girls with respect even though I objectify their bodies. I don't know. So, uh, anyway. Silver Spoonful for that one is definitely going to be... You get a little bit of popularity. Positive popularity, hopefully. Ride the coattail. Ride, ride the wave of that popularity. You may as well. You earned it. But just realize that once the popularity settles down, that uh, you're not going to be the center of everyone's attention. 
You'll just have to go back to ordinary you. Well, not ordinary, but anyway, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I mean, if, like in Rick's situation, you know, he got up there, he helped a buddy out, helped his ba- his his friends out, and he got popular because of it, and he even he knew eventually that wave was going to crest. So, may as well ride it for all you can, all it's worth. Uh- all right, join me next week when I cover season four, episode twenty-one, entitled "The Way We Weren't," <laughs> which aired on March second, nineteen eighty-six. With Kate and Rick both out of the house, Edward is left alone with his ex-wife. Ooh, another Evelyn episode. I think she's in two more of season five, and then we're done with her. I mean, I, I've never been a fan of Evelyn. She just. Ugh. Rubs me the wrong way. She's just that kind of person that just... By the time she walks in the door, like, you've had your fill of her. <laughs> and it's like, when are you going home? When are you going back across the pond? <laughs> so, yeah, join me next week for Season 4, Episode 21, The Way We Were. I'm going to be releasing the episodes just one episode a week from now on until... I'm finished with the podcast, so we're almost done with season four, and then we'll be moving on to season five in early July, so all right, everyone have a good week. Stay safe, stay healthy, stay positive, stay strong. We will get through this. If you guys want to email the podcast, you can do so at silverspoonspodcast at gmail.com. Bye-bye.